Section 19 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2 by Robert Burton, Section 19. Partition 2, Section 3, Member 1. A consolatory digression, containing the remedies of all manner of discontents. Because in the preceding section I have made mention of good counsel, comfortable speeches, persuasion, how necessarily they are required to the cure of the discontented or troubled mind, how pleasant a remedy they yield, and many times a soul-sufficient cure of themselves. I have thought fit in this following section a little to digress, if at least it be to digress in this subject, to collect and glean a few remedies and comfortable speeches out of our best orators, philosophers, divines and fathers of the church, tending to this purpose. I confess many have copiously written of this subject. Plato, Seneca, Plutarch, Xenophon, Epictetus, Theophrastus, Xenocrates, Grantor, Lucian, Berthius, and some of late, Sadolitus, Cardan, Budaeus, Stella, Petrarch, Erasmus, besides Austin, Cyprian, Bernard, etc., and they so well, that as Hieromi in like case said, Si nostrum araret ingenium, de illorum posset fontibus irrigari. If our barren wits were dried up, they might be copiously irrigated from these wellsprings, and I shall but actum agere, yet because these tracts are not so obvious and common, I will epitomize, and briefly insert some of their divine precepts, reducing their voluminous and vast treaties to my small scale, for it were otherwise impossible to bring so great vessels into so little a creek. And although, as Cardan said of his book De Consolatione, I know beforehand this tract of mine many will contemn and reject. They that are fortunate, happy, and in flourishing estate have no need of such consolatory speeches. They that are miserable and unhappy think them insufficient to ease their grieved minds and comfort their misery. Yet I will go on, for this must needs do some good to such as are happy to bring them to a moderation and make them reflect and know themselves by seeing the inconstancy of human felicity, others' misery, and to such as are distressed, if they will but attend and consider of this, it cannot choose but give some content and comfort. Tis true, no medicine can cure all diseases. Some affections of the mind are altogether incurable. Yet these helps of art, physic, and philosophy must not be contemned, Arianus and Plotinus are stiff in the contrary opinion, that such precepts can do little good. Berthius himself cannot comfort in some cases. They will reject such speeches like bread of stones, insana stultae mentis haec solatia. Words add no courage, which Catiline once said to his soldiers, a captain's oration does not make a coward a valiant man. And as Job feelingly said to his friends, you are but miserable comforters all. 
tis to no purpose in that vulgar phrase to use a company of obsolete sentences and familiar sayings as plinius secundus being now sorrowful and heavy for the departure of his dear friend cornelius rufus a roman senator wrote to his fellow tiro in like case adhibe solatia sed nova aliqua sed fortia quae audierim nunquam legerim nunquam nam quae audivi quae legi omnia tanto dolore superantur either say something that i never read nor heard of before or else hold thy peace most men will hear except trivial consolations ordinary speeches and known persuasions in this behalf will be of small force what can any man say that hath not been said to what end are such paranetical discourses you may as soon remove mount caucasus as alter some men's affections yet sure i think they cannot choose but do some good and comfort and ease a little though it be the same again i will say it and upon that hope i will adventure non meus hic sermo tis not my speech this but of seneca plutarch epictetus austin bernard christ and his apostles if i make nothing as montaigne said in like case i will mar nothing tis not my doctrine but my study i hope i shall do nobody wrong to speak what i think and deserve not blame in imparting my mind if it be not for thy ease it may for mine own so tully cardan and berthius wrote de consolatione as well to help themselves as others be it as it may i will essay discontents and grievances are either general or particular general are wars plagues dearths famine fires inundations unseasonable weather epidemical diseases which afflict whole kingdoms territories cities or peculiar to private men as cares crosses losses death of friends poverty want sickness orbities injuries abuses etc generally all discontent omnes quatimor fortunae salo no condition pre quisque sors patimor manes even in the midst of our mirth and jollity there is some grudging some complaint as he saith our whole life is a glycipicron a bitter-sweet passion honey and gall mixed together we are all miserable and discontent who can deny it if all and that it be a common calamity an inevitable necessity all distressed then as cardan infers who art thou that hopest to go free why dost thou not grieve thou art a mortal man and not governor of the world fere quam sortum patiuntur omnes nemo recuset if it be common to all why should one man be more disquieted than another if thou alone wert distressed it were indeed more irksome and less to be endured but when the calamity is common comfort thyself with this thou hast more fellows solomon miseris socios habuisse doloris tis not thy sole case and why shouldst thou be so impatient ay but alas we are more miserable than others what shall we do besides private miseries we live in perpetual fear and danger of common enemies we have bellona's whips and pitiful outcries for epithalamiums for pleasant music that fearful noise of ordnance drums and warlike trumpets still sounding in our ears 
instead of nuptial torches, we have firing of towns and cities, for triumphs, lamentations, for joy, tears. So it is, and so it was, and so it ever will be. He that refuseth to see and hear, to suffer this, is not fit to live in this world, and knows not the common condition of all men, to whom so long as they live, with a reciprocal course, joys and sorrows are annexed, and succeed one another. It is inevitable, it may not be avoided, and why shouldst thou be so much troubled? Grave nihil est homine quod fet necessitas, as Tully deems out of an old poet, that which is necessary cannot be grievous. If it be so, then comfort thyself in this, that whether thou wilt or no, it must be endured, make a virtue of necessity, and conform thyself to undergo it. Si longa est, levis est, si gravis est, brevis est. If it be long, tis light, if grievous, it cannot last, it will away, dies dolorum minuit. And if naught else, time will wear it out, custom will ease it. Oblivion is a common medicine for all losses, injuries, griefs, and detriments whatsoever, and when they are once past, this commodity comes of infelicity. It makes the rest of our life sweeter unto us. Atque haec olim meminisse juvabit. Recollection of the past is pleasant. The privation and want of a thing many times makes it more pleasant and delightsome than before it was. We must not think the happiest of all of us to escape here without some misfortunes. Usque adeo nulla est sincera voluptas, solicitumque aliquid latis intervenit. Heaven and earth are much unlike. Those heavenly bodies indeed are freely carried in their orbs without any impediment or interruption, to continue their course for innumerable ages, and make their conversations. But men are urged with many difficulties, and have diverse hindrances, oppositions still crossing, interrupting their endeavours and desires, and no mortal man is free from this law of nature. We must not therefore hope to have all things answer our own expectation, to have a continuance of good success and fortunes. Fortuna nunquam perpetua est bona, and as Minutius Felix, the Roman consul, told that insulting Coriolanus, drunk with his good fortunes, look not for that success thou hast hitherto had, it never yet happened to any man since the beginning of the world, nor ever will to have all things according to his desire, or to whom fortune was never opposite and adverse. Even so it fell out to him as he foretold, and so to others, even to that happiness of Augustus, though he were Jupiter's almoner, Pluto's treasurer, Neptune's admiral, it could not secure him. Such was Alcibiades' fortune. Narsetes, that great Gonsalves, and most famous men, that as Jovius concludes, it is almost fatal to great princes, through their own default or otherwise circumvented with envy and malice, to lose their honours, and die contumeliously. Tis so, still hath been, and ever will be. Nihil est ab omni parte beatum. There's no perfection is so absolute, that some impurity does not pollute. Whatsoever is under the moon is subject to corruption, alteration, and so long as thou livest upon earth, look not for other. Thou shalt not here find peaceable and cheerful days, quiet times, 
but rather clouds, storms, calumnies. Such is our fate. And as those errant planets in their distinct orbs have their several motions, sometimes direct, stationary, retrograde, in apogee, perigee, oriental, occidental, combust, feral, free, and as our astrologers will, have their fortitudes and debilities, by reason of those good and bad irradiations, conferred to each other's sight in the heavens, in their terms, houses, case, detriments, etc. So we rise and fall in this world, ebb and flow, in and out, reared and dejected, lead a troublesome life, subject to many accidents and casualties of fortunes, variety of passions, infirmities, as well as from ourselves as others. Yea, but thou thinkest thou art more miserable than the rest. Other men are happy, but in respect of thee, their miseries are but flea-bitings to thine. Thou alone art unhappy, none so bad as thyself. Yet if, as Socrates said, all men in the world should come and bring their grievances together, of body, mind, fortune, sores, ulcers, madness, epilepsies, agues, and all those common calamities of beggary, want, servitude, imprisonment, and lay them on a heap to be equally divided. Wouldst thou share alike and take thy portion, or be as thou art? Without question thou wouldst be as thou art, if some Jupiter should say to give us all content. Yam facium quod vultis, eris tu, qui modo miles, mercator, tu consultas modo, rusticus hinc vos. Vos hinc mutatis discedite partibus, ea quid slatis, nolint. Well, be it so then, you, master soldier, shall be a merchant, you, sir lawyer, a country gentleman. Go you to this, that side you, why stand ye, it's as well as tis. Every man knows his own, but not another's defects and miseries, and tis the nature of all men still to reflect upon themselves their own misfortunes not to examine or consider other men's, not to compare themselves with others, to recount their miseries, but not their good gifts, fortunes, benefits, which they have, or ruminate on their adversity, but not once to think on their prosperity, not what they have, but what they want, to look still on them that go before, but not on those infinite numbers that come after, whereas many a man would think himself in heaven, a petty prince, if he had but the least part of that fortune which thou so much repinest at, abhorrest and countest, abhorrest and accountest a most vile and wretched estate, how many thousands want that which thou hast? How many myriads of poor slaves, captives, of such as work day and night in coal-pits, tin-mines, with sore toil to maintain a poor living, of such as labour in body and mind, live in extreme anguish and pain, all which thou art free from. O fortunatus nimium bona si sua norint, thou art most happy if thou couldst be content and acknowledge thy happiness. Rem carendo non fluendo cognoscismus. When thou shalt hereafter come to want that which thou now loathest, abhorrest, and art weary of, and tired with, when tis past, thou wilt say thou wert most happy, and after a little miss, Wish with all thine heart thou hadst the same content again. Mightst lead but such a life, a world for such a life. The remembrance of it is pleasant. Be silent, then, 
rest satisfied. Desine, intuensque in aliorum infortunia solare mentum. Comfort thyself with other men's misfortunes, and as the mouldwarp in Aesop told the fox, complaining for want of a tail, and the rest of his companions, tacete, quando me oculis captum videtis. You complain of toys, but I am blind, be quiet. I say to thee, be thou satisfied. It is recorded of the hares, that with a general consent they went to drown themselves out of a feeling of their misery, but when they saw a company of frogs more fearful than they were, they began to take courage and comfort again. Compare thine estate with others. Similes aliorum respice casus, mitius ista feres. Be content and rest satisfied, for thou art well in respect to others. Be thankful for that thou hast, that God hath done for thee. He hath not made thee a monster, a beast, a base creature as he might, but a man, a Christian. Such a man consider a light of it. Thou art full well as thou art. Quiquid vult habere nemo potest. No man can have what he will. Illud potest nole quod non habet. He may choose whether he will desire that which he hath not. Thy lot is fallen, make the best of it. If we should all sleep at times, as Endymion is said to have done, who then were happier than his fellow? Our life is but short, a very dream, and while we look about immortalitas adest, eternity is at hand. Our life is a pilgrimage on earth, which wise men pass with great alacrity. If thou be in woe, sorrow, want, distress, in pain or sickness, think of that of our apostle. God chastiseth them whom he loveth. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Psalm 126, 6 As the furnace doth proveth the potter's vessel, so doth temptation try men's thoughts. Ecclesiastes 25, 5 Tis for thy good. Periisis nisi periisis. Hadst thou not been so visited, thou hadst been utterly undone, as gold in the fire. So men are tried in adversity. Tribulatio ditut, and which Camerarius hath well shadowed in an emblem of a thresher and corn. Si trua absit palius sunt abdita grana, nos crux mundanis separat a palius. As threshing separates from straw the corn, by crosses from the world's chaff are we born. Tis the very same which Chrysostom comments, homily two in three Matthew. Corn is not separated but by threshing, nor men from worldly impediments but by tribulation. Tis that which Cyprian ingeminates, Servius for de immortalitate. Tis that which Hieron, which all the fathers inculcate, so we are catechized for eternity. Tis that which the proverb insinuates. Documentum, documentum. Tis that which all the world rings in our ears. Deus unicum habet filium sine peccato, nullum sine flagello. God, saith Augustine, hath one son without sin, none without correction. An expert seaman is tried in a tempest, a runner in a race. A captain in a battle, a valiant man in adversity, a Christian in temptation and misery. Basil, homily 8, 
we are sent as so many soldiers into this world to strive with it the flesh the devil our life is a warfare and who knows it not non est ad astra mollis eteris via and therefore peradventure this world here is made troublesome unto us that as gregory notes we should not be delighted by the way and forget whither we are going ite nunc fortes ubi celsa magni ducit exempli via cur inertis terga nudatis superata tellus sidera donat go then merrily to heaven if the way be troublesome and you in misery in many grievances on the other side you have many pleasant sports objects sweet smells delightsome tastes music meats herbs flowers etc to recreate your senses or put case thou art now forsaken of the world dejected contemned yet comfort thyself as it was said to agar in the wilderness god sees thee he takes notice of thee there is a god above that can vindicate thy cause that can relieve thee and surely seneca thinks he takes delight in seeing thee the gods are well pleased when they see great men contending with adversity as we are to see men fight or a man with a beast but these are toys in respect behold saith he a spectacle worthy of god a good man contented with his estate a tyrant is the best sacrifice to jupiter as the ancients held and his best object a contented mind for thy part then rest satisfied cast all thy care on him thy burthen on him rely on him trust on him and he shall nourish thee care for thee give thee thine heart's desire say with david god is our hope and strength in troubles ready to be found psalm forty six one for they that trust in the lord shall be as mount zion which cannot be removed psalm hundred and twenty four one two as the mountains are about jerusalem so is the lord about his people from henceforth and for ever. End of section 19